Struggling with eczema? Stick around, because in today's listener-requested episode, we're tackling the need to know about this skin condition and how you can incorporate Korean beauty products into your arsenal to deal with it. Welcome to The Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Today's episode was brought to you by Jellico Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask, the dreamy overnight face mask that contains real cherry blossom extracts. Hello and welcome back to another week of K-Beauty on the Korean Beauty Show podcast. So today's episode was another requested episode from a long-time listener of the show. And the reason that I thought that this would be a good topic to talk through in a whole episode with you guys is that having eczema does necessitate quite a few changes to your beauty routine and particularly to the vetting process for introducing new products to your skin. So I want to go through some of those today, some of my top tips, um, and as well as discuss some of the, the differences between products that are designed to cure eczema versus products that can help treating the symptoms of eczema. So I'm going to go through that in a bit more detail, but I will just say a quick hello to anyone who is joining us for the first time. On this podcast, we talk all things K-beauty and skincare generally. Obviously, eczema is definitely not uh, solely a K-beauty related thing. My name is Lauren Lee and I'm the host of the podcast. I am super happy to have you joining if you're joining us for the first time. I hope that you'll stick around and that you will find some gold in today's episode, particularly if you are suffering from eczema. All right, so for those of us that are lucky enough not to have eczema, you might not be quite sure what it is. So it is a skin condition. It's a chronic skin condition and it's caused by weak skin. What it does is it results in allergens being able to enter the body and in particular your skin more easily. So some of the signs and symptoms of eczema include dryness, flaky skin and redness. It can be quite painful, very, very painful for a lot of people and very, very itchy. Uh, And unfortunately, it is a little bit of a vicious cycle um, with the itching and then the dryness and then, you know, a a flare up and then it can go around and around in circles. So I'm going to share some of my top tips for dealing with eczema before getting into some product recommendations as well. So my first tip for eczema sufferers is patch testing. So patch testing is going to be really, really important if you do suffer from eczema, more so than anyone else, I would say, just because of how... um, 
chronic this skin condition is and a lot of things can set it off. So you are probably already familiar with this if you have been suffering from eczema for a long time, but there are a couple of different ways to patch test. And the first is to perform what we call a severe allergy test. And that involves using just a teeny tiny amount of the new product on the inner corner of your arm for about an hour. And if you don't experience any adverse reactions from that, then you can move on to the second test. And the second test is the 48-hour patch test. And what this involves is reapplying a coin-sized amount, so still a pretty tiny amount of the product, onto your arm several times a day for a 48-hour period. And while you do this, you want to watch out for any reactions Um, And you will know if your skin is reacting to it. But if your skin handles that as well, then after the 48 hours, you can move on to introducing the product to your face. And when you're doing your face patch testing, the best way to do this is to try using the product on half of your face only for about a month. And if you experience any symptoms doing that, then you need to immediately stop using the product. So it's quite an involved process. If done properly, it will take you at least a month. But there are three series of tests to basically just see how your skin reacts to a particular product. So There's not going to be any churning through lots of different products for people with eczema, um, and that's just unavoidable, unfortunately, due to the nature of eczema itself. So my second tip is to opt for low pH products. So the reason we say this is because eczema does result from a weakened skin barrier, so it is important to opt for low pH soaps, face washes, body washes, shampoo, conditioner, and by low pH... The ideal pH of a product is 5.5, but most people agree that low pH can be anything up to about a 7. Some people will argue around the margins, but generally if it's under a 7, you should be okay. pH 5.5 is the optimal level. So the basic rule when it comes to the pH of products is that anything you put on your skin that is higher or lower than the skin's own natural pH level will raise or lower the skin's pH level as well. That's just science. <laughs> and this the same goes for everyone. Even if you don't have eczema, that's how it works. And that's why we try and opt for these products that are between about a pH 5.5 to a 7. And we've got a lot of resources on the Style Story blog about the importance of using pH balanced products for everyone. So if you're interested in reading up on that, then go and jump onto the blog and you will find uh, lots of resources there for that. Now, my third tip is unfortunately you will need to skip the bubble baths if you do have eczema. So these are really drying and they have the potential to irritate people with eczema. So skip them. But one thing that you can do is a bath oil. So bath oils help to coat and protect the skin and that can prevent it from drying out. So if you do suffer from eczema, then bath oils in 
in place of your bubble baths is the definitely the way to go. And linked to that, my next tip, tip number four, is to ditch the detergents. So anything that foams up and creates bubbles is a no-go. And the reason is that soap is alkaline, which makes it very drying to skin with eczema. And detergent-based soaps are also a no-go, particularly if you're washing your hands. So our hands generally tend to cop it the worst because we wash them the most, particularly at the moment in COVID times. So you want to make sure that you're using substitutes that do not foam up. And also fragrance-free is definitely the way to go here with your soaps as well. So skip bar soaps and you're going to need to look for a suitable substitute basically that doesn't foam up. Now, my number five tip is that you need to watch your ingredients. So eczema sufferers in general are well advised to skip a whole host of ingredients. I'm sorry, guys. Drying alcohols are not great for you. Fragrances and most essential oils are not great. Uh, Sulfates, olefin sulfonates, all not great. Um, And also caution is recommended when it comes to your sunscreens as well. Chemical sunscreens are not great for eczema sufferers. So some of the ingredients that you can look out for that are really good for your skin are things like urea and glycerin. They both play nicely with eczema prone skin, as do ceramides. So eczema prone skin in general tends to be low in three of the ceramides. So ceramide boosting through your skincare is a really good idea for you. Aloe can help to soothe um, your skin in the same way that it soothes and nourishes skin that has been sunburnt. Uh, Now, this ingredient is not for everybody, but I know that some eczema sufferers find that K-Beauty products containing snail can assist, but definitely that is one to patch test first and make sure that that works for you. It's not going to work for everyone. So K-Beauty snail products can be a go for some people. And then hyaluronic acid in general can be a really good option for an extra boost of moisture um, and to help with flakiness and dry skin. So keep an eye out for those ingredients. Now, this is, look, a bit of a technical one, but the reason I am denied about this episode for a little while is because eczema is a recognized medical condition. And what that means is that in many countries, including in Australia, where I'm from, there are laws that regulate the types of statements that can be made about products that are claiming to cure eczema. So, There's a difference between products that won't aggravate eczema versus products that are claiming to actually cure it. Um, So if you're saying that your product won't aggravate eczema, it means it won't make the existing symptoms worse, right? But if the product is claiming that it gets rid of eczema, then that is the kind of claim that needs to be backed up by test data. And in Australia, those types of products are regulated by the TGA, which is the Therapeutic Goods Administration, they are basically considered to be a medicine. And the reason is that they have a therapeutic benefit. So our TGA is similar to the FDA in the States. And basically, in order to make a claim about a product curing eczema, the product needs to be listed on the TGA. So unfortunately, I see many companies out there making claims about their product's ability to treat eczema either directly or via the photos that they're using in their social media marketing. But 
That is actually a breach of the law unless the product is listed on the ARTG, which is where the TGA makes available their listed products. So that is one of the reasons why I'm denied about doing this episode, because I need to make it very clear to you guys that the products that I am about to recommend are not listed on the ARTG. These are not products that can cure eczema in the sense that you apply them and then your eczema disappears. That is not what we're talking about here. We are talking about regular cosmetic products that may help with some of the symptoms of eczema. So dryness. So I'm going to focus on that rather than products that heal eczema itself because those are medical treatments and medical treatments are best left to doctors of which I am not one. So a lot of those kind of treatments are going to require a prescription um, or if not, the product itself will be listed on the ARTG and it will have gone through a whole process to do that. So that is not the kind of products that I'm talking about today. Uh, I doubt very highly that any Korean products would be listed on the ARTG because I know that there are no Korean sunscreens listed on the ARTG. So no Korean sunscreens that I know of are listed with the TGA, which is why they can't be sold here. So this is a similar category of skincare that we're talking about um, to that. So basically the products that I'm going to recommend are going to be products like emollients that can help to soothe and relieve um, the skin rather than actually treat the eczema itself. So some of the products on my list, and I know for a fact that some of these products um, are beloved by people that do have eczema include things like Dr. Surical's Propolis Ample. So one of the reasons that that is a great product is because it is so great for dry skin. If you have chronically dry skin, then it is a really, really beautiful product. It is very soothing and very nourishing. I don't have eczema, but I do have really, really chronically dry skin. And that is a product I myself love um, and have used for many years. So Dr. Surical's Propolis Ample is one to look out for. And then Dr. Jart's Ceramide and Cream. So Dr. Jart has an entire ceramide and line, uh, and they do include some of those ceramides that can be good for people with eczema. So that might be um, some products to look out for if you're looking to help alleviate the symptoms of dryness that are associated with eczema. And then obviously we spoke about pH balanced products. So there are a lot of brands that make uh, pH balanced products. Apple B is one of them, but not all of their products will be suitable because some of them have fragrance in them. Um, two products that I can recommend that are pH balanced include Etude House's Sunjong Cleanser. Their cleanser from that line is going to be quite a good fit because it comes in a pre-foamed formula. It's basically the bubble type of cleanser where you press the, um, I guess, the pump. And the product comes out already foamed, so you don't need to foam it up. So that is a great option. And then the other one is the Etude House Sunjong 
barrier intensive cream. That is another pH balanced product uh, that you may like to have a look out for. So they're just a couple of products that I can recommend to help with some of the symptoms. Now, if that fails, if all else fails and you do end up with a flare up, one of the best tried and true methods for eczema sufferers is an oatmeal bath. So you can soak in an oatmeal bath. And how to do that is about two to three cups of finely ground oatmeal in your bath. And remember, not too hot, just lukewarm. I know that's you know, always a tricky one, but that can really help. And then once you're out of the tub, you can help use an ice pack to lessen the inflammation and soothe any itchiness. Now, if you do get persistent flare-ups, then obviously you're going to be looking at prescription medication and antihistamines and things like that. They are all options to talk to your doctor about. Um, I'm not a doctor. (laughs) Guys, I hope you know that. So these are my tips um, and just how you can incorporate some K-beauty ingredients and things like that into your skincare routine if you do suffer from eczema. But I just want to make really clear that these are not products that are claiming to treat or heal the condition itself, but they're just going to be products that you can use to help with some of the symptoms. Um, So I hope that was useful. I know I promised this episode uh, a long time ago and I've been trying to work out the best way to cover what I wanted to say um, and that wouldn't land anybody, including me, into any trouble with the TGA. We don't want any of that. Um, So they are my top tips. I hope that was useful. And if you have a burning skincare question that I haven't already answered, guys, you know you can always come and find me. I am on Instagram at lauren.kbeauty, always up for a chat. Um, and yeah, I, I do like answering your questions as well. So if you have a topic recommendation or a question that you would like answered on the show, then please feel free to slide into my DMs and let me know. Some of them I will do as their own episode. Some of them I might roll up into um, a series of questions, I guess, if they're just shorter ones that can be answered. Um, if you did enjoy today's episode, then don't forget to rate and review the show. That is always really appreciated. Subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. And until next time, I will see you on Style Story. Bye.